When I think of successful people, the first people that usually come to mind are Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Tom Brady, Neil Armstrong, Denzel Washington, Steven Spielberg, Oprah Winfrey, Muhammad Ali, and a couple others. These are just to name a few. And I find it quite interesting that all of these people came from extremely different backgrounds, have diversely different upbringings, yet somehow they all each in their own right accomplished wild and individual success and have become hallmarks and big names in whatever career or field that they endeavored to go into. And when you think about these people, you can't help but really ask yourself, what did they do that I'm not doing? Was it them working hard? Well, no, because a lot of people work hard and a lot of people achieve success in whatever they do. Was it them sacrificing? Well, I know a lot of people that have sacrificed that aren't anywhere close to where those people came. Was it the fact that maybe they were privileged? Well, no, not all of the people on that list grew privileged. Was it the fact that maybe they had connections? Perhaps, but then again, a lot of them didn't. So what could it possibly have been? What is and what was the common denominator in all of those people's lives that enabled them to reach the success that they did? And when I thought about this question, I thought about it and I thought about it and I kept thinking about it and I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't for the life of me understand why these people were so much more successful than everyone else. And then one evening, late at night, uh, I was texting a friend and it all made sense. Suddenly the answer stood out to me. Suddenly it was clear as day and suddenly I understood what each of these people had in common that brought them and surmounted to their success. My friend is a gamer. He plays video games. That's not all he is, but that's one of the things that he happens to do. And he's very good at it. There's one particular game that he plays, he and I both play, and all of our friends play this game, and he is undoubtedly, out of all of our friends in the friend group, the best at the, at the game. He's very talented, he's very skilled, and he's constantly getting better, practicing, and improving. I believe that he will achieve success in this game one day, and I know he does too. The eye-opener for me came when he and I were having a conversation. I said to him, Still impressed though, keep it up. That's how you're gonna keep getting your name out there and that's how you're gonna get better. And his response was, and this is where it opened my eyes. His response was, I don't really care about getting clout. I just wanna place top 100, to be honest. I said, I'm curious, why? Is it to prove yourself or just a personal goal? And his response was this, I never played this game to become a pro. I know I'm fully capable of getting top 100 and I love competition so I just want to play to my skills. I'll let that sink in for a second because if you haven't realized it, I'm about to explain to you why this statement in and of itself is so astounding and in many ways was so life-changing for me. It opened my eyes to the reason why people who were wildly successful at what they did were able to accomplish that success. Do you think you can figure out what it is? I'll let you think about it. And I'll give you about five seconds to ruminate on what you think perhaps it might be. If you haven't figured out by now, here it is. People who are wildly successful at whatever it is that they do 
are successful and reach that level of success because they love what they do. Something that I've found is most people who are extremely successful in something, most people who are extremely well-known in the field that they are pursuing, most people who are at the top of their game on whatever it is they're doing, never really sought out to be the top. They never sought out to be number one. They never sought out to be the best. They just sought out to pursue what they loved and to do as much as they can and accomplish as much as they could within the time that they had to do that thing. Now, I'm not saying that the key to success is just to love what you do, and if you love what you do, then you'll accomplish success. I'm saying that the key to being wildly successful and getting better at everyone else in something is to first love what you do. Of course, there still is the element of hard work. There's still discipline that is required. There is still motivation. There is still work ethic. All those things are a must. But if you don't love what you're doing, then it's going to be extremely difficult, almost impossible for you to be the best and really get to the top in that field. The reason I say this is because the number one reason many people give up on their dreams, the number one reason that many people attribute their failure to or lack of success to is lack of motivation. You have no clue how many times I've heard people say, well, I'm just not motivated. Well, you know, I just, I just, I just couldn't find the energy. I just, I just couldn't find the drive. I didn't feel like doing it today. I just, I didn't feel like it. So many people give up on their dreams and ultimately don't achieve success because they aren't motivated. And I'm sure all of us have heard the common saying, you can't look for motivation. You have to find discipline, discipline, work hard, push yourself, blah, 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 rah, rah, rah. All that is great. But if you really want to be successful at something, if you really want to skip the looking for motivation part, then do something you enjoy doing because I guarantee you, you will never be any short of motivation. When you love doing something, your love for that thing is your motivation. You don't need other people to encourage you and hype you up because you're doing that for yourself. You don't need other people's validation because you're validating yourself. You love what you do and therefore you don't need anyone else to convince you of that. That's the key. Now, obviously we are going to fail someday and the weakness, the one major weakness in people who love what they do is that they are extremely hard on themselves and they're often overly critical of whatever it is they're doing. I have a friend who's a writer and this friend is an extremely talented writer, but this friend's one critical flaw is that they're extremely overly analytical and very overly critical of their writing. Their writing is phenomenal, but this friend is always looking to improve their writing even more. I have another friend, he loves to play basketball. He's extremely good, very gifted at the sport, but every time he plays, he's always saying, I need to get better, I need to improve, I'm not good enough. And it's not because he's bad, it's not because he actually needs to improve, it's because he loves the sport and he genuinely wants to improve. I have another friend, and this friend happens to be an extremely talented musician. And this friend is extremely talented musically, can sing, can play instruments, can write music, can edit music. But every time I talk to this friend about their music, all I ever hear them talk about is their need to improve, their need to get better. And all this is to illustrate the fact that people who love what they do and people who are naturally good at what they do because they love it, 
are extremely hard on themselves and that drive to get better that difficulty and hardship that they place on themselves can often lead to them letting what they do define them it can often lead to their success or their failure defining them more so their failures defining them so how do you get to a place where you don't let your failures define you where you don't let whether or not you believe in yourself come from whether or not you are successful because believe it or not most people are like that it's really easy to like something when you're good at it it's very easy to love something when you're great at it but it's very difficult to like something and continue to believe in yourself when you know that you're not the best at something. So how do you believe in yourself when you know you're not the best at something, when you know that you fail often? The key is somewhat ironic. And the key to believing in yourself and not letting your failure define you is not letting your success define you either. It's kind of funny that the key to getting over your failure is also getting over your success. Now, I'm not saying that I don't believe that you should acknowledge your success because I do, and I believe that everyone should acknowledge their success. They should celebrate it. They should be happy that they're succeeding. But it's very important not to let your success define you. And what that means is it's very important not to get to a place where you feel that because you are successful, you are good. Because you are successful, you are talented. Because you are successful, you are gifted at this thing. Your view of yourself, your how you see yourself should be independent of your success and failures. You should believe that you're gifted at something regardless of whether or not you are successful. You should believe that you are capable of something regardless of whether or not you are successful. Because if you don't believe in yourself, then you will never, ever be successful. And lastly, in talking about success this entire episode, I do want to say that success looks different to everyone. Just because your idea of success doesn't match someone else's idea of success does not mean that you have to change what your idea of success is. You are successful in your own right. You have your own goals and dreams the same way everyone else does. Don't cater your goals and dreams to fit other people's expectations. At the end of the day, I believe that we are all successful of accomplishing our wildest dreams. And I say that because our wildest dreams are really ultimately what we all want to do in life. It's just a question of whether or not we are all bold enough to pursue them.